Okay, welcome back everybody to another episode of the Isaiah Kid Podcast. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Let's get some cheers in here. Yup, 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 yup. Big, big, big time episode, big time episode, yeah. <laughs> big time episode. Um, we have NBA, we, we're gonna, I'm gonna talk about the NBA draft a little bit, the aftermath of it, um, some really, some, some big moves, um, not so surprising at the top of the draft, you know, kind of, you know, Anthony Edwards going number one, James Wiseman going to Golden State, LaMelo being the, th- the third guy taken. So no no big surprises early on in the, like, the top three at least. Um, at four, you know, a lot of people was questioning the move of the Chicago Bulls, I think. that I think that was the Chicago Bulls that took Patrick Williams from Florida State, long athletic kid. But let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. NFL top 10 list this week as well. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Who with me? Who with me? Let's wake up. Let's wake up. It's going to be a good pod. It's going to be a good pod. It's going to be a good pod. Let's get into it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, welcome back. Like I already mentioned, I'm going to talk about some NBA draft a little bit. Um, It's NBA offseason. The NBA free agency has started. And usually on this podcast, if you guys don't know, um, when I first started this podcast, it's so funny because this is why, like, on my podcast, we have to talk about NBA free agency because when I first started this podcast of of July of 2019, it was about the NBA offseason. Those were my first few episodes. My, you can go back, you can go back down, but that's when I started my podcast. I started my podcast July of 2019, and um, NBA free agency is a big part of this podcast. Um, you know, we talked about it. Those are my first several episodes that I ever dropped. And now, uh, even though it's November, it's still NBA free agency. And, um, you know, we, we, we talk about the moves. There's been, there's been some, some moves made already. Um, some moves that have backfired, like the Milwaukee and Bogdanovich. Bogdan Bogdanovich, my bad. I'm, I'm, I'm bad. My bad. I'm, my apologies. He's a really good player, and I hate to mess up his name. But um, so let's get into it. I got like I said, draft NBA draft talk so far, so far, so far, and what happened, and you know, all that good stuff. NBA also NFL week NFL weekly top ten list, and also my predictions. But let's get into this thing. Let's let's not waste any more time, and let's get into it. So as I mentioned, the top three picks was no surprise. Um, early on, we thought, I mean, a couple, about a couple months ago, we thought maybe LaMelo could go number one, but I mean, the, I think the fit for that Minnesota team was Anthony Edwards. Uh, Anthony Edwards, I, I already talked about this on the previous episode a little bit. Um, when I, when I talked about, when I briefly talked about Anthony Edwards and what, what, you know, what, what he, what he is as a player, but Anthony Edwards um, shooting guard, six five, athletic. Um, doesn't have he doesn't have the ideal shooting touch that you would like for a shooting guard in in today's NBA of like the NBA in twenty twenty. He doesn't have the ideal shooting touch. Um, but mechanically, I mean, could he become a, a better shooter? Maybe, maybe. Um, there's nothing wrong with his mechanics, and that's that, and that's often a thing you see. Um, with younger players nowadays, the, you know, the mechanics of the shot. And that's usually why the shot isn't just, uh, you know, that's usually why the shot doesn't fall. It's due to the mechanics. 
But could you clean that up? Could he be a better shooter? Maybe. Um, but I thought that I felt I felt that was the right pick for them. Um, there, you you already have D'Angelo Russell. You have Carl Anthony Towns. I, I I mean, Anthony Edwards. The Minnesota Timberwolves were one of the worst defensive teams in the league. Could he help in that department? Mm, maybe not automatically, but you won't be as I don't think you're gonna be. You're not gonna be defense. You're not gonna just be a horrible defensive team. Um, like if you if they would have drafted Lamelo, that I mean their backcourt they would have had the worst defensive backcourt in the league without a shout of a doubt. They would have had the worst. Def- they they would have had the worst defensive backcourt in the league. So I like that move for Minnesota. Um, he, 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 he has really good skills. He has really good skills. He, um, he has NBA moves. I do think his story is very touching and moving, but, um, I, I, once again, I, I talked about this on the previous episode. I want to see the commitment, um, or, or the, the engage. Cause sometimes he look not engaged on every play, especially on defense, um, he went to Georgia. Georgia, they're not a basketball powerhouse. They were five hundred. They 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 were five and eleven in conference play. So that just gives you an ideal there. But um, Anthony Edwards went number one. I don't think that was very surprising to many. Um, and then the shocking news from Golden State with 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 Clay Thompson. He tore his Achilles. That that that's gonna. You know, that really shaped that, that, you know, that really did the thing. And we kind of knew, like, they didn't announce it on Wednesday on draft night. But we kind of figured lower right leg injury. He couldn't move it. It was below the calf. We could, we could, we could probably, we, most of us put a finger on it and we was like, yeah, it's probably that Achilles injury. And it was. Um, so Klay Thompson is going to be out, but the Warriors still drafted James Wiseman, which I think was still the right draft. I think it was still the right pick to be made. You got, I mean, even though Klay is going to miss another year, I mean, let, let's be honest. Klay Thompson, he he like he's a it's it's kind of surprising because Klay Thompson he's an Iron Man. Like he, like he, he didn't, he don't. He, I mean, you look at his career; he don't miss too many games. He don't miss too many games. Eighty-two games, 81, 77, 80, 78, 70. Like he usually don't miss too many games. He's a he's 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 relatively a healthy player. But these last two years, the injuries have derailed the Warriors, um, and 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 mainly Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant. Uh, Kevin Durant is no longer a warrior, but Klay Thompson, it, it, it's really hurt Klay Thompson uh, bad. He had the left, he tore his left ACL, then now it's the it's the other leg with the right Achilles. I just feel is the right fit for the for the Warriors. It's I feel like in this draft, <clears throat> it's it, it's not a it, no no pick was a slam dunk pick. And with the Warriors and, and looking at their deficiencies and what they like, what they absolutely needed, that was a big man. That was a big man. Um, and, and even throughout those those years, they were winning titles or getting to the finals. They had average to below average big men. They had Zaza Pachulia one year, uh, Andrew Bogut. I mean. It, 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 I mean, it just goes to show you how how dominant they were at at their other positions, where like they could have us, they could afford to have a Zaza Pachulia play the five because they got Steph, KD, Clay, and Draymond. But nevertheless, Wiseman, I I, I don't know, but I, I like Wiseman. And if this draft, if this was, if this draft was about six, seven years ago, he would be. The number one, he would be the best player to take in this draft because he has he has the skills of you know a bat. He has a low post game, great post moves, can shoot a fadeaway jump shot. His range can extend to the mid range. He can hit the mid range jump shot a little bit. If he if this draft was six, what like five six years ago, he would be the best player to take in this draft. Um, and it just goes to show you how the league has changed. But 
the one thing with Wiseman that I would that I would like to see is can he extend his range um to the three-point line, to the NBA three-point line? Can he extend his range? He has a nice shooting touch, nice shooting technique. Um he's going to see a lot of one-on-one matchups. So he should be able to he should be able to find his way and and and, and make an impact early. Um I think it's going to be really exciting to see what he can do. I w- I just wish Golden State would have had Clay because that would that would have been a really interesting dynamic. Um, also, the Warriors they went out and traded for Kelly Oubre. Um, Kelly Oubre, nice nice young player, nice wing player. Um, averaged about eighteen nineteen points for Phoenix last year. Really has um, really has emerged into a really good uh, into a really good player. So they went out and traded for him, but. Wiseman is going to see a lot of one-on-one matchups because um, defenses, defenses' attention, the defenses' attention is going to go all to Steph Curry. They're gonna, they, they, they don't want Steph, they want Steph killing them, and they're not going to double team Wiseman to leave Steph. They, they're not going to do that. So Wiseman will see a lot of one-on-one opportunities. Um, I heard some comparisons of DeAndre Jordan. Uh, I'm not, I, I don't think so. Like I said. He's more skilled. Um, he has a low post game. He has post moves. Also, he can extend his range. So I don't think he's gonna be DeAndre Jordan, uh, but I, I think he's gonna be really good. I think I think he's gonna be productive early on. I think he's gonna be one of the more productive rookies early on. But also, uh, you know, with the third pick, Lamelo Ball. Lamelo is probably the most popular. We um we all know LaMelo because like I said, we grew up with watching LaMelo in high school and and now he's in the NBA. It's crazy. But can he t- like is, you know, Michael Jordan he's the, as the owner of the Hornets, he has not done a good job at at, at drafting. He just hasn't. Um, you know, he he he, he didn't strike goal on Michael Kidd Gilchrist, Michael Kidd Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Was uh was a he was a number two pick. It it has not panned out. Cody Zeller was a a really high pick, has not panned out. P.J. Washington, we a C, but you know I I don't know. We just so so Mike, but I, and there's more guys, but those are just you know Cody Zeller and Michael K. Gilchrist are the, the are the notable ones, the most recent ones that we can think of that just had they they they, they just haven't panned out. So you're hoping. Jordan got this one right with LaMelo. I once again, I said LaMelo, I think he has the highest ceiling. I I look at a kid like LaMelo, 6-7, still growing, an elite playmaker, can handle the basketball. I think I think he's going to be a better scorer than Lonzo. So that that's I think that's what you're getting. And he's going to be box office. I think that I think the the Hornets season tickets they went like they went up like there's more season ticket holders because like that 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 shows that's the Lamelo effect that is the Lamelo effect so day one he's gonna be box office and you want that you want that now hopefully you know he's box office and he's gonna fill the seats now hopefully he can be the guy um the, he can be a star. For this franchise, I don't know about. I don't know if he can turn around the franchise. I don't know if he can do that. Um, that's really hard to do. To ask a kid to hey turn around this franchise, mm, that's really particularly hard to do. Um, could he do it? Mm, maybe, but I don't think he's gonna be. I don't. I I don't even think Lamelo is gonna be that great. And that's no. That's no shot to him because. Not a lot of guys are able to turn around the franchise. Like that's no shot. But I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be that great to do that. To t- like just ultimately turn around the franchise. Um, but I think that I think this particular draft pick with Jordan. I think this will work out. Um, Lamelo, he fits today's game. He fits today's game. I, I think he will work out. I think it'll work out. But also, I want to talk about some draft winners. Um, and I, and I and I got to talk about the Philadelphia 76ers and Daryl Morey because when Daryl Morey resigned I think and I talked about this on a on a like a couple weeks back a couple weeks back I talked about Daryl Morey when he announced his resignation from the from the Rockets and 
across sports media, I was just getting this bad vibe, like, oh, Daryl Morey, he's overrated, and he's not a good GM, and yeah, like, I'm, I'm, and that's where, like I said, you can go back and listen to my episode a couple weeks back when I talked about Daryl Morey, but I don't think Daryl Morey is the best GM. I'm not saying he's the best, but he's one of the better GMs in the league. He could turn around and change a team's identity in a positive way. He can do that like that. And he did it with the 76ers. He did it with the 76ers. But with the Rockets from 2007 from 20 to 2020, he, they were a perennial playoff team competing in the Western Conference. They went out, he went out and traded for James Harden. He got James, then he got James Harden multiple co-stars, either whether it be Dwight Howard, um uh, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook. He's done he's done a lot. He he did a lot in Houston and they they didn't and obviously they didn't win a title. Um they didn't beat the Warriors. They couldn't beat the Lakers this past year. But they were he had a pretty successful tender with the Rockets. And now with Philadelphia, he's turned that he's turned that whole team around in a, in a in a positive way. He's turned that around. He's turned that team upside down in a positive way. Um because it looks like the 76ers they're going to go they're going to they're going to give Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid another go at it. They're going to give them another year. And what you have to realize and what you have to know is Ben Simmons is a 6'10 point guard who can't shoot. Okay? But he's a really good, he's he's one of the better facilitators in this league. He's one of the best passers in this league. He's a great playmaker, but he's not a great shooter. And then you have Joel Embiid, who is a center um, and a really dominant one when healthy. You need floor spacing. You need to be able to stretch the floor. You need to be able to shoot the basketball to give those guys space to, to work. You need, you, need to give, you need to give Ben Simmons some space to occupy. And... He and Daryl Moore went out and got shooters. He went out and got Seth Curry. He went out and got Danny Green. But first and foremost, I want to address. He traded away Al Horford, who had the bad deal. That's a plus. I I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how teams do it, but you're not you you, you realize something. We like when we, you know when people say, oh, this this you know the, like like when we're talking about bad contracts in the NBA. We talk about Russell Westbrook and John Wall, Al Horford, and Chris Paul. We always say, oh, these contracts are too bad. Like, who's going to take these contracts? He can't trade these contracts. And these contracts always get traded. <laughs> they, these contracts always get they, these contracts always get traded. And that's no shot to anybody. But, I mean, we, we, it's just so funny that we said we 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 laugh and we talk about the fact how bad these contracts are, but these contracts they're bad, but they can get traded. <laughs> so nothing is not like no, no matter how bad a contract is, it, it you can trade a player, you can trade a contract, no matter how bad it is, and that is what Philadelphia did with Al Horford. Um, I, I had no idea. I, I, I didn't understand the reason why they re-signed him. Or, or I don't know why they went out. They, they didn't re-sign him. Excuse me. They went out and took him away from Boston. And they re- and they signed him to a three-year, $80 million deal. I think it's three years left in $80 million. That was a bad deal. You already had Simmons and Embiid. That made no sense. But he got out of that way. He got He, he got that contract out of the books. And he went out, like I said, got Seth Curry, Danny Green. Danny Green, I know he had a he he had a he had a hard season last year. He didn't have the best season last year, but Danny Green is a proven commodity. He's a proven veteran in this league. Um, he, he he's a proven commodity and veteran in this league. He's he's won titles in three places as a three and D guy. San Antonio, he was a three and D guy. He won a championship there. Uh, he won a championship in Toronto as a 3 and D guy. And now with the Lakers last year, he won a championship as a 3 and D guy. So, yes, he, de- he did have some bad moments last year for the Lakers. Um, and if he has those bad moments for the 76ers this year, 
Best in believe. The Philadelphia set the, the Philadelphia fans will let him know that. They will let him know how bad it was. But nevertheless, they have him and then Seth Curry. Seth Curry, I mean, he's a Curry. Like he has Curry in his last name. He should be able to shoot. Um and you know, his and historically, you know, statistically, Seth Curry is one of the better three-point shooters in the league, um, percentage-wise. Now, he doesn't have the 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 volume of other players like his brother or Reggie Miller, but nevertheless, his percentage is really good. So that already shows me Daryl Morey is flipping the script on this Philadelphia 76ers team, and it looked like they're going in the right direction. Also, they went out, um, they went out and also drafted Tyrese Tyrese Maxey. Yes, Tyrese Maxey, long kid. I think that was a good pick. So I like the I like what the 76ers did last night. Long kid. Um six three point guard out of Kentucky. I, I like what they did last night. I like what they did. So Daryl Morey, he's already shown me that he he's turned around the thing. Uh he he you know, he I think Philadelphia is gonna be I think they're gonna be a really good team. We always say that about Philadelphia, but I mean they have the makings of a really good team. They they're really good on paper. Um, and then Sam Presti, I mean, <laughs> Sam Presti never fails. He's what, he's been one of the better GMs in this league for the last 10 years. I mean, he's never, he, he never fails drafting or either acquiring draft picks. He does it. Sam Presti does the damn thing. He gets the damn job done. He gets it done automatically. So, um, that's going to be, that's going to be really interesting to that's going to be really interesting to see what the what the what OKC is able to do with all of those draft picks. I think they have they have 17 draft picks from 2020 to 2026. 17 first round draft picks. Not just draft picks. 17 first round draft picks from from, from 2020 to 2026. That's that's a good that's a good building block. To um to restructure and rebuild your franchise with or around, um so um I'm gonna talk about John Wall and Russell Westbrook um after this quick break a little bit I'm gonna get into that <clears throat> oh okay and before I even get into Westbrook and John Wall um the the up the flip side to that Philadelphia trade um that happened I think so Al Horford he got sent to OKC. Um, Seth Curry and Danny Green went, it was a three-team trade between OKC, Philadelphia, and Dallas. Seth Curry and, um, and Danny Green went, goes to Philadelphia. And in return for Dallas, they get Josh Richardson. So Dallas, they were one of the worst defensive teams in the league last year. They get Josh Richardson. Josh Richardson is a three and D player. Um, he 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 had definitely helped in the defensive department. So for 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 you know for those Dallas and Philadelphia, two good. I mean, really some good moves on both parts on both parties. Now let's get to John Wall and Russell Westbrook and this trade and these rumors because I know a lot of Wizards fans they listen to my podcast and I know a lot of I know a couple I know a few of them have hit me up and said, hey, talk about this. Talk about Wizards and John Wall and Wesley Westbrook and what this means. Now, I did talk about it at the end of the, of the last episode, of the previous episode, but that was, that was like at the end. That was like literally at the end of the last episode. Now, let me tell you this. Um, so, what we, so what they have in the deal is for the John Wall and Wesley Westbrook trade, uh, the Rockets want to swap John Wall and Wesley Westbrook. Also, the, the Rockets also want... They want some more assets from the Wizards um, in that trade as well. Now, from the perspective of a Russell Westbrook and a John Wall swap, both of these guys have bad deals. Um, the Wizards, from, from reports that I've been reading, from sources that I've been reading, the Wizards are build, they're building around Bradley Beal. They're building around Bradley Beal, uh, John Wall. Like I said, John John Wall hasn't played in about two and a half years, maybe. I think two years. John Wall hasn't played, so I know some. I know a lot of Wizards fans are happy to see his return, but the Wizards 
aren't, um, let's just put it like this. The Wizards, they're not the best odds with John Wall. Uh, some videos, the merge of him throwing up gang signs and so forth. Uh, I mean, I, the video's kind of, I don't want to say it's, it's not, it, the video's not recent. That video's been out for a while, but you just don't, I mean, you just don't want to see you don't want to see the, a guy in the video in a video throwing up gang signs that you're paying forty million dollars to. You're paying him forty million dollars per year. You just don't want to see that from him. But nevertheless, John Wall and 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 and, and Russell Westbrook is basically like this: uh, six eggs in one hand and a half a dozen in another hand. They're the same guy. <laughs> They're the same guy. Six, six, six in one hand and a half a dozen in a, in, a, in, a, in the other hand. They're the same guy. They're the same guy. Um, like I said, both expensive. Both struggle to shoot the basketball. I think Russell Westbrook's is a bit, um, I think his is more, it's, it's much noticeable because he shoots it a lot. Like he's a volume shooter. John Wall isn't really a volume shooter. John Wall, he you know, he's a really good he's a playmaker and he tries to get others involved. So John Wall, he's not the best shooter, but um he's he doesn't shoot at the rate that Westbrook does. <laughs> um he does not shoot at the rate that Westbrook does. So what does this mean for the Wizards? Cuz right now as, as as like as as I'm thinking about the Eastern Conference and as I'm looking at the Eastern Conference out like just the, the the top tier teams. This is what we know from the Wizards. The Wizards have Bradley Beal and John Wall. Assuming that John Wall comes back, let's just say John Wall. I'm a let's just play the let's just play the game. Let's say John Wall play. You know, let's t- let's say he comes back. He averages sixteen and a half points, eight assists, and his shooting numbers, his shooting splits are still about the same. Let's just say he averaged about 16 and a half and eight assists. And, you know, Bradley Bill, Bradley Bill's doing Bradley Bill type stuff. Um, the Wizards will pro- they'll be a playoff team probably. Would they be better than the Milwaukee Bucks? No. Would they be better than the Boston Celtics? No. Would they be better than the Brooklyn Nets? No. Would they be better than the Miami Heat? No. Would they be better than the Toronto Raptors? Probably not. Would they be better than who else? Let, let me let's look at the Eastern Conference because with we, we we know how many teams did I just name? I named Milwaukee, Boston, um, Milwaukee, Boston, Toronto, Miami, Brooklyn. That's five teams already. Would they be better than? Would they be better than Philadelphia? Mm, probably not. So that's six teams that I named already off the off just like off the top of my head. Six teams that I didn't name that we kind we're kind of certain that the Wizards probably won't be better than with their current roster right now. They probably won't be better than those teams. So we're looking at a Wizards team that is probably fighting for a six, seven, or eighth seed in the Eastern Conference. Now, and that's with John Wall. If you add, if you now if you swap John Wall for Russell Westbrook, and let's assume that you gave away some additional assets, Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. Westbrook is um like I said expensive, but kind of similar to John Wall. Not a great shooter. Westbrook is a volume is a is a volume shooter. So he puts up a lot of shots. So that ultimately may be taking away shots from Bradley Beal. Um, and we saw how, and, and, let's, and once again, we saw, we, like Westbrook is Westbrook. Westbrook is not going to change his game for nobody. He don't care if you're Bradley Beal. He doesn't care if you're Kevin Durant. He doesn't care if you're Paul George. He's not changing his game for nobody. He didn't do it for Kevin Durant. He's not going to do it for Bradley Beal. <laughs> He's not going to do it for Bradley Beal. And that's no shot to Westbrook, but that's just who you are. That's who he is. That's who he is. That's who he is. So, and that's just not going to change. So, Westbrook is not, Westbrook is not changing his game for Bradley Beal. Because he didn't do it for Kevin Durant. <laughs> and Kevin Durant is, is a top 15 player of all time. 
<laughs> so we're looking. We so with the Wizards in Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, we're still looking at a Wizards team that's fighting for either a sixth, seventh, or eighth seed. Why make the trade? John Wall's on. He John. It's bad enough you're paying John Wall forty million dollars. You want to pay Russell Westbrook almost forty million dollars? You want to pay Russell Westbrook that con- his contract? No. Stick to the waters and the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Stick to that. I mean, I mean, it's bad enough that you're paying John Wall forty million a year. You want to pay for the same guy for similar results? Because John Wall, I mean, you get into the playoffs. Who are you going to beat? <laughs> Who are you going to beat? You, if, 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 if the Washington Wizards, if, if those teams are better than the Wizards, like most of us think they're going to be, they're, they're, they're going to be a 6th, 7th, or 8th seed. So they're going to be playing the best three teams in the conference. Okay, I mean, can you win a playoff series? Probably not. Probably not. So if I'm the Wizards, I would not make the trade. I would not make the trade. I would stick to John Wall. I mean, it's like I said, it's bad enough that you're paying the con- like you're paying him forty million dollars anyway. But you're gonna be paying you got you got you got to be paying Russell Westbrook too. <laughs> yeah, so like it's a lose lose either way. I feel like it's a lose lose either way. Um, I would I would hold still. I would hold still. I would hold still. If I'm the Wizards, I would not make that deal. I would not make that deal. And also, you're not just giving up John Wall. You're giving up John Wall and assets, additional assets. What those assets are, I don't know. But I would not make the move. I would not make the move because it wouldn't make the Wizards exponentially better. They'd be the same team practically. They'd be the same team practically because, I mean, am I tripping? Am I right or am I right? Am I right or am I right? <laughs> like, <laughs> am I right or am I right? Milwaukee's better. I, I mean, at this junction. We, we think Milwaukee's going to be better. We think Boston's going to be better. We think Brooklyn's going to be better than the Wizards. Miami may be better than the Wizards. Toronto's going to be better than the Wizards. The Celtics going to be better than the Wizards. The Philadelphia 76ers. I didn't even name teams like Indiana, who was the fourth seed last year. I didn't name teams like Orlando, who has a really young core, nice young core. I didn't even name those teams. I didn't even name, I didn't even name those teams. So once again, the Wizards are fighting for that six. They're fighting in that six to eight range. That's what they're fighting for. And if I'm the Wizards, I wouldn't make the trade because it wouldn't make you better. It would not make you better. It wouldn't take you to a championship. No, it would not make you better. Simple as that. I would not do the trade. Stick to John Wall. It's bad enough you're paying him $40 million. You don't want it. You, you want to pay Russell Westbrook that salary as well? I mean, no. 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 I mean, it would be a good thing if you could get out of the John Wall deal. But you're getting out of the John Wall deal and you're, you're, you're adding the Russell Westbrook deal to your, to your books. And nobody wants that deal. Nobody. At least not the contenders. So, that's that's my take on it. If you're a Wizards fan, and I know a lot of Wizards fans, they're not taking that. They, they do not want Westbrook. And they have every right not to. They have every right not to. So, before I even get into my top 10 teams, uh, my top 10 NFL teams going into week 11, um, I must say, you know, free agency is happening currently, like, as we speak right now. Um, and the one thing that really stands out is the Lakers to me. The one thing, I mean, they, they, they won the title last year, but that roster, they were kind of piecemealing it together because they waited, they, they waited so long for Kawhi Leonard to make a choice where after Kawhi made his choice, the options were dried up and they had to go get Danny Green, they had to get guys like Amy Bradley. They, 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 they were kind of piecemealing together. And you can't discredit that because they won a title last year. But this year, have they have done this offseason, they've done a good job. I mean, I like these, I like these signings and I like the moves and the acquisitions 
that Rob Palenka has made. And I know, I know uh, quite a few people, quite a few media members, quite a few um, was questioning, well, how good is Rob Palenka? Because LeBron, he was lured to L.A. just based off the fact it's L.A., it's the Lakers, and then business ventures, obviously. And then Anthony Davis, he joined LeBron because first Anthony Davis is a he's a he's a member of Clutch Sports, so he's under Clutch Sports agency. And then also Anthony Davis saw it as an opportunity to get out of New Orleans and play with LeBron James for a championship. So you know that that. that but with this with these moves, I mean, they traded away Danny Green and got they traded away Danny Green and a late first rounder. To acquire Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder averaged 19 points off of the bench last year. He's a really good player. Um, they lost Rondo, but you, you replace him with Dennis Schroeder, a much better offensive player. Um, then they went out and signed Wesley Matthews, who I think I think he's an upgrade. I think he's an upgrade from Danny Green at this juncture. At this moment, I think he's an upgrade from Danny Green. And then, yeah, they couldn't re-sign Dwight because Dwight chose the 76ers, but the Lakers got Montrez Herald. So a big upgrade in two spots. Um now they you know the KCP is still looking for a, a, a hefty deal. So we'll see if the Lakers can pull that out. They also got to resign Anthony Davis. Um they they're gonna they're gonna obviously do that. So the Lakers they have made some some pretty good moves. They've they've made some pretty good moves and I just know my, I, I just know a lot of people were questioning how good is Rob Palenka because, you know, or how good is this Laker front office? Because um, the Magic Johnson in, in the email situation, Rob Palenka, and you're like, we're just wondering how good is this front office? And it's, it's turned out to be pretty good. So I'm going to give my top 10 list, but I'm going to keep you guys updated with the free agency news as it like as it comes in. It's it's just flowing. It's flowing. Okay, so breaking news. John Wall has requested a trade. He wants out of Washington. Um, and all of this has, like, this is all happening as I'm podcast, as I'm podcasting. So John Wall, like I said, John Wall wants a trade. He's He wants out of Washington. It, most of it is in part to... The trade talks and the trade rumors with with Russell Westbrook in the Houston Rockets because now you know of course we already know Westbrook wants out so the Rockets are trying to they're trying to ship him somewhere and they're having trade talks with the Wizards and and in a result of that John Wall wants out. Um, now I'm a, I'm gonna talk about John Wall and and his value and what we made and what like what can happen and so forth. Um, but I'm gonna give you guys, like I said, I'm not, I'm not going to do the top 10 list. I'm going to do top five, top five. I'm gonna do a top five list. Cause I got to break down, uh, these NBA moves that have been made so far. So first, uh, let's, start, let's, let's start the music, start the music, please. Okay. At five, I have the Green Bay Packers. The Packers are fraudulent. I said it. They're fraudulent. The Packers are as fraudulent as they come. They, now, they squeaked out a victory versus a bad team in Jacksonville. Jacksonville made that game more competitive than what most of us thought. Um, they struggled at home with Jacksonville. I just don't know what to get from this Packers team. They are really, they're, 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 they're finesse. They're a lot of finesse. But if you rough up the game, if the game gets somewhat physical, that's where they tend to bow down. Um, so I, I got the Packers at five. I think they're really good and really talented. They could use a second receiver. They could use another linebacker. But it's no way they can add that. So this is their roster. Packers at five. At four, I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Once again, I know they, they laid the egg versus the Saints again in on Sunday Night Football a couple weeks back. But they came back. They dropped 40-plus points on Carolina. Also, they beat Green Bay. I've seen Tampa Bay outman and out-physical they, they out Green Bay uh, a couple months ago. So, or a month ago. 
So I like I like Tampa Bay. They have a lot of talent. Um, it, sh- it, it it proves if you keep Brady's if you keep Brady off of the ground if you keep it if you keep Brady's jersey clean, he will deliver and he can deliver the football at a high rate. But I worry about the offensive line and the consistency. I worry about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers being consistent because they're not consistent. That's their problem. They're not consistent. They're not consistently good. They're not consistent consistently good. A lot of talent everywhere on this roster, but they lack consistency. But I'm gonna have them at four. At three, I have the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, going into Week 11, I think they're the third best team in the in the in the National Football League. Yes, I know Drew Brees has the injury. Um, I have no idea why in the hell they're starting Taysom Hill. But you know what? It's a business as well. Taysom Hill is making $16 million a year. The owner probably got in Sean Payton's ear and said, we may need to play Taysom Hill because we're paying him $16 million. He needs to be playing more snaps. So I understand it. But I really thought they was going to go with Jameis Winston. I really thought Jameis Winston, with being under Sean Payton, um, Sean Payton is, is a great quarterback coach. I thought Jameis Winston could, 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 could flourish in this system, especially around all of these pieces that New Orleans have. Instead, to go, they, they, they decided to go with Taysom Hill. So we'll see how it works out. But as of right now, I think they're the third best team. In the, I, I, I got them at number three. I got them at number three. Now, if they lose badly, they look bad, Taysom Hill don't look good, then we'll rethink about it. We'll, we'll think about it next week. But right now, I think I got them at number three. At number two, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're they're 9-0. Um, they're, they're, they're a good football team. I like the Steelers. They're a good football team. Defensively, they're stellar. Offensively, they're pretty good. I just I, I I'm skeptical because Pittsburgh often they play they play down to their competition. Um, I want to see how they close out the year because they have a lot of easy games throughout the year uh, or the latter part of the year. They do have they do have Baltimore coming up this Thanksgiving, um, Thursday night Thanksgiving night. So we'll see how that fare. But I got Pittsburgh at two. This is a really good football team. Um, and then at number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, they can beat you every which way. This upcoming week, they play the Raiders. If you're a Raiders fan, you better pray. Because I think Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, and those boys, they're taking a trip to Las Vegas. And I think it's going to be a pretty good game. But I think the Chiefs are going to win. They're gonna win and they're gonna kick the, the they're gonna kick the door down Vegas. Um, I like the Raiders, but the Chiefs they're gonna they're gonna win. I'm gonna pick the I'm gonna pick the Chiefs to win that game, and I have the Chiefs at number one. They can beat you every which way. Their defense is um, the defense is playing well. I mean, you, you, I know it's not you know the norm with Kansas City and their defense over the last few years, but they're playing well. And ever since Kansas City has turned. Like, ever since week 12 last year, since this defense has turned the corner, Kansas City has been the best team in in the league. So, I'm going to take Kansas City. Um, I'm going to have them as my number one team. I'm willing to go with that. I like this team. Kansas City, come on, let's be honest. It's the best team in football. It's the best team in football. And you can stop the music. Um, So, like I said, those are my top five teams. And I want to shift gears to John Wall and the Wizards situation. Now, let me be honest. I I talked about John Wall and the Wesley Westbrook trade. Like, I talked about that whole scenario in the segment before last. I talked about about that whole scenario. Um, John Wall, I think he's prepared to make $45 million um, this, this upcoming year. So... He has a he has like I said I said this in the previous um segment or in the segment when I was talking about John Wall he has a big contract he's expensive and John Wall most notably most important he has not played an NBA basketball game in about two years 
probably two and a half years. But he has not played an NBA basketball game in two years. So we don't know what he looks like. And he's coming, mind you, he's coming off some knee surgeries and a torn Achilles. So we don't know what he looks like. But once again, he wants out. He wants out of Washington. Um, and the way and Washington, the way how they made their moves this offseason, I mean the draft pick they 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 that they made, they drafted Danny the Demi. Then they they re-signed uh, Davis, um, uh, Bart, Bart, they, they re-signed Bartons. More okay, it's more free agency news coming out, but they yeah they re-signed Bartons. It it you know it seems like the Wizards were trying to incorporate um, pieces around Wall that could you know that could that could make it look better. They they were trying to they were trying to build pieces for Wall to play you know to, to play well and flourish. So it's just um you know I know Wizards fans are a bit um unfortunate and a little mad but let me tell you this cuz you're probably thinking who, who who's going to take John Wall who's going to pick up John Wall because I don't think there's going to be a lot of interest I think similar John Wall I think is in a similar predicament as Russell Westbrook probably even two times worse because we kind of already know what Russell Westbrook is Russell Westbrook athletic dynamic um, you know, volume shooter, ball dominant guard, but he's still like Russell Westbrook. Don't get him mistaken; he's still an all star level quality player. He's still a he's still a really good player. Now with Wall, we don't know what we're getting from Wall. I assume that he's gonna average seventeen and a half points. And eight assists. I assume that, but we don't know. We don't know what we're getting from Wall. So I feel like Wall and and and, and Russell Westbrook are in similar predicaments as far as any interests around the league. They're both expensive. They're both injury prone. Um, both of them. Both of them are below average shooters. I, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I look at it with Wall. I, I'm now, now I'm taking with this situation with John Wall wanting out. I, I'm now taking the, the 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 Rockets and Wizards trade seriously because where where are the other buyers? Where are the other buyers in the league? Who's gonna want to take up John Wall's contract? I mean, the Knicks. I mean, I mean, the Knicks. Are are, are they willing to? Pick up John Wall? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, is there another is there another team you guys can think of? Uh, I, I mean, I'm just looking at the teams. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know. I, I'm really, I'm seriously looking at, right now, I'm looking at the teams, West, West, Western Conference, Eastern Conference. Outside of Houston, who's gonna wanna take who's gonna wanna pick up a John Wall contract worth forty plus million dollars? Who's gonna wanna do that? Especially not knowing what John Wall you're gonna get, not knowing what is he gonna I mean, I, I I've seen highlight tapes, I've seen tapes of of, of him playing pickup, but I, I don't I, I still don't know. Forty plus million dollars, I mean what he was showing in the highlight tapes, that's not worth forty plus million dollars. I'm sorry, so I don't know what I'm getting. <laughs> I don't know, and I, I'm just be curious. What team is out there that he could go to? Indiana? I, I don't even know. I, and mind you, I'm just throwing out teams. I don't know, and that's why I think it, the Wizards. That's why I'm taking the Wizards and Rockets trade seriously because what what, what else is out there? What else is out there? I mean, like, like, let's literally go down the teams in each conference that Wall could possibly go to, or, 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 or do we figure those teams will even take a chance at picking up a contract like that? Let's start in the Eastern Conference. Milwaukee, no. Toronto, no. Boston, no. Indiana, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Miami, no. Philadelphia, no. Brooklyn, no. 
Orlando? I, I don't know. Not, probably not. Charlotte? Probably not. The Wizards? He plays for the Wizards. You know, he wants out. Chicago? I don't know. The Knicks? Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't think. I don't know. Detroit? <laughs> Detroit has made a lot of moves in free agency, so I don't know what their cap. I don't know what their cap situation looks like. Atlanta, they already have a point guard in Trey Young. Cleveland, I don't know, but it's Cleveland. Like what the hell? Um, the Lakers, no. The Clippers, no. The Nuggets, no. The Houston Rockets, maybe. That's what I think. That's that might be a possible destination. OKC, mm, probably not. I don't know. Probably not though. Um, Utah, no. Dallas, no. Portland, no. Memphis, no. Phoenix, no. San Antonio, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Probably not, though. Sacramento, probably not. They just re-signed. Sacramento just re-signed De'Aaron Fox tonight. They just re-signed him today. Five years, what, five years, $185 million? But it can be worth $196 million? They're not picking up him. They're not picking up John Wall. New Orleans? Probably not. Minnesota? No. And then Golden State? Hell no. So wh- who are the buyers? What who is going to be what team is going to be willing to pick up John Wall's $45 million contract that he's going to make? Who who's going to be winning, who's going to be willing to pick up that contract? Second, do you know what John Wall you're getting? Do you know what John Wall you're getting? I don't know. I don't know. He's it's a lot of wear and tear on his body. His game is relied off of athleticism and finishing at the rim. He's not a great shooter. I don't know. And that's why I think Rustbrook and Wall are in a, they're they're in a they're in a similar predicament. It's just, and I think Wall, I think his situation may be even a little worse. At least with Westbrook, yeah, he's expensive. Yeah, he can't really shoot. He's not the greatest shooter. But at least with Westbrook, you know you're getting you're getting an all star. You're getting a you're getting an all star quality player. At least you know that with Westbrook. With with with, with Wall, you don't know what you're getting. You don't know what you're getting. You don't know. So I don't know. And that's and that, once again, that's why. <laughs> I'm taking the rock. I'm taking the Wizards and Rockets trade series. That's why. That is why. I'm taking that trade seriously. Um, also, I saw that. Um, I saw that um, Bogdanovich of the Sacramento Kings. He did not agree to the sign and trade with the Milwaukee Bucks. So the previous episode, I was just raving about the Milwaukee Bucks and them going after Drew Holiday. And Bogdan Bogdanovich. I was just raving about how they how how good of a move that was. So th- that Bogdanovich move did not fall through. And Bogdanovich right now is a free agent. He is a free agent. And I don't know if the Bucks are gonna sign him. So we don't know. We, so I don't know what's um what's happening with that in the net in the league. I saw a report the league is now going to put that under investigation. I don't know what that looks like. So the so so the Bucks, I mean, that's a that's a huge loss. I mean, if you're a Bucks fan or if you were you that's that's a huge loss because Bogdanovich, you look at that look like look at that potential starting five. You had Drew Holiday, you had Bogdanovich with Chris Middleton, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and then um, Robin Lopez. That's a that's a solid starting five. I thought that would. I thought that really. Um, I thought that was. I thought that really hurt Milwaukee. I mean, that's a. That's gonna be a tough one. And I talked about the Lakers moves. The Lakers they made some pretty good. They made some pretty good moves and upgrades in some spots. Um, what else? Atlanta. Atlanta's been some. They, Atlanta's been buyers. They went out and got Gallinari. Um, I. I know that they're. I know that Atlanta. They're interested in um, Gordon Hayward. And they're interested in Gordon Hayward and Bogdanovich. So, you know, Atlanta's making some moves. The Pistons are making moves. The Pistons, they got Oka, they got Jaleel Okafor. They went out and signed Mason Plumlee. Um, can somebody give me those deals exactly? They went out and got Mason Plumlee. 
Hold up. Uh, we're getting these moves. A lot is happening, you guys. So you got to stick with me. Stick with me. Stick with me. Stick with me. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the, the Pistons also signed Jeremy and Grant. Uh, they signed to a three-year, $60 million deal. Um, so the Pistons landed him. The Brooklyn Nets, they, they, re, they re-signed Joe Harris to a four-year, $75 million deal. So that's um that's that's pretty that was a pretty good that was a that was a good resign for um the Nets. He saw that that was a pretty good that was a pretty good sign for the Nets. Um I'm still trying to find the <laughs> I'm still trying to find the Mason Plumley uh details or we're trying to find the, the the details. But um yeah, so the Pistons made but the Pistons made moves. The Pistons they 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 went out and signed a few guys I already told you guys about the Lakers moves. Um, the Rockets signed Christian Wood to a three-year, forty-one million dollar deal. So um, you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. I'm trying. I'm literally sitting here waiting. We're literally sitting here waiting for moves to happen, and I'm reporting. I'm a, I'm a report on it for you guys. I'm a, I'm gonna get all of this in into the into this episode. I'm gonna get as much as I can. Um, I think I told y'all the White Howard signed with the the with signed with the um, the Seventy Sixers, so I'm gonna try to. I'm, I'm telling y'all, I'm getting I'm getting all of these moves, all of these moves. I'm trying to get all these moves. Depending on on depending on how much time, I may do predictions. I may not, but I gotta get these moves in. I mean, NBA free agency is a lot going on. Whew. Shams and Woj. I mean Shams, cause that's how you pronounce it. Shams. It's it, it's not you know you, the NBA insider. Shams Shams Sharana. They they call. I don't know why people pronounce it Shams. It's Shams. Shams Sharana. Shams. Shams and Woj have been um. They've been. They have been uh, on it tonight. So, the Pistons, they signed Mason Plumlee to a three-year, $25 million deal. Uh, the Jazz, they re-signed um, Jordan Clarkson to a four-year, $52 million deal. Rodney Hood re-signed with the Blazers for a two-year, $21 million deal. I told you guys about Bertons. I told you guys about uh, Joe Harris. Derek Favors also re-signed a th- for a three-year, $30 million deal with the Utah Jazz. He re-signed. So those are some, um, those are some notable um, deals that has happened so far, that has you know, been transpired so far. Um, a, lot of the, a lot of the bad teams, a lot of the bottom-tier teams have, have a lot of money to spend. So we'll see. What happens and what what transpires from here on out? Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Marcus Morris, he he resigned with the Clippers on a four year, sixty four million dollar deal. Um, the Clippers gave up a lot to acquire him, so it made sense that they resigned him to a, a, a lengthy deal. They resigned to a long term deal. So um yeah it's getting it's it's getting 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 real good NBA free agency it's like a reality show it's like a reality show it's like a reality show but I know I know Wizards fans it's tough to be a Wizards fan <laughs> I know it's tough to be a Wizards fan <laughs> um cuz the Wizards the Wizards had a pretty good draft night I mean they had a the Wizards had a pretty good draft night and now you know we the, the 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 Westbrook and John Wall trade talks they've been happening for uh, for uh, for a couple days now they've been they've been they've been happening for a couple weeks now I mean a couple a couple days not a couple weeks a couple days so um, now Wall you know seems like Wall got pissed off and uh, now he's um, he's he requested a trade he wants out <clears throat> he requested a trade he wants out I'm trying my best to keep up with you guys. The Knicks they signed Alec, uh, Alec Burks, 
so we'll see, you know, that should be, that's a okay move. Um, wow. So, NBA free agency, it started um, six at 6 o'clock Eastern on Friday. Um, I record on Friday evenings. That you guys, so you guys will be hearing this on Saturday, by the way. But I re, I'm recording this on Friday, uh, Friday night. And players and teams can sign deals until noon of Sunday. So a lot, a lot of moves are going to be made today, or well, the rest of the night, um, tomorrow, and then early Sunday morning. Moves will continue to be made. Um, players, new, some players and new. Some new players and new faces and new places. So, um, we'll see what happens from there. But uh, it looks like the Lakers. The Lakers are big time winners in this free agency. The Hawks are going out and getting guys. So you know, it, it, it's a big time free. It's it's a big, big time free agency. Free agency, NBA free agency, it 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 don't get no better than NBA free agency. Um, Serge Ibaka, he's interested in the Lakers and and Nets, the Nets and the Buck and the Nets and the Lakers are trying to lure him. Um, also, some other news: the Raptors, they're gonna start the season in Tampa and Tampa and Tampa, Florida. Um, the you know Canada, they denied. Um, they denied the, the, the Raptors. They denied the Raptors' request to play home games um, due to Toronto's COVID-19 restrictions and so forth. So, a lot going on in the association. Um, <clears throat> I think I'm, I'm going I'm to make, make some picks. I'm not going to do all of the games like I usually do, but I'm going to make some picks. Let's get I'm gonna, let's I'm gonna make some picks. So okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make these picks. Um, I'm gonna do some marquee games. I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the prime time games. So you know, um, so Sunday night football we got the Chiefs at the Raiders. I kind of gave you guys I gave my pick already, but the Chiefs are seven and a half point favorites. Um, now I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Uh, the Raiders beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead already, and I know Kansas City. This is a big-time division game. I mean, this is a big-time division game. The Raiders, they can pull within one game to uh, within within the division. So, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I'm going to go with a final score of 38-28. to 38-28 Chiefs. I think they win by 10. Um, I don't think the Raiders are going to be able to stop. I don't think the Raiders are going to be able to stop Kansas City. I, um, I, I, I don't think it's going to be... <laughs> I don't think Mahomes is going to have the I don't think he's going to have to struggle or or have the the game that he had against them last time. Um so I'm going to I'm going to take the Chiefs. Um okay. Monday night football, the Rams at the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are four point favorites. The Buccaneers haven't played particularly well um in primetime games this this year so far. But I'm going to take the Buccaneers. I'm going to tell you why. I look at uh I look at a guy like Jared Goff. I like Jared Goff, but if you put Jared Goff under pressure, if you if you if you sack him a few times, if you get physical with Jared Goff, he can fold. And you saw that with Miami. Miami got physical. Miami forced Miami was um was was rushing the quarterback. Miami got to Jared Goff, and Miami was uh, they were able to get a couple turnovers off of Jared Goff. On the flip side, you look at how Jared Goff played against Seattle. Very comfortable game plan. Like, nice and comfortable game plan. I think the Buccaneers have enough pressure. Uh, I think they're going to generate enough pressure. And I think they're physical enough to get in the face of the Rams. Also, the Rams, they're missing their left tackle, Andrew Whitworth. So, I'm going to take the Buccaneers to win this game. I'm going to go with a score of 30-20. to 20. 30 to 20 uh, is something about these 10-point games that I like this week. Uh, I think the Buccaneers, I think they take it to the, I think they take it 
to the um to which one call it to the Rams. Excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. And the the Seahawks they won last night. They played pretty well defensively. They slowed down Kyler a little uh, well. Um, so yeah, I made those. Those are my two picks. I'm gonna go with two picks. Those are my two picks. Uh, Kansas City by ten and Buccaneers by ten. So I'm confident with those. I'm confident with those. I don't want to hold you guys too much longer. I'm trying to. I'm trying to wait it out and see what whatever moves are going to be made. But it seems like no more big, no more notable moves. You know, no more notable moves yet. Uh, somebody's calling me, but I'm gonna ignore that. <laughs> um, I'm gonna get you guys out of here. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the IKP. These these free agency episodes are always the best. Um, a lot of shocking news, a lot of a lot of news at like it, it just comes in um, frequently. So thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the IKP. Um, we'll be back. I'm I'm thinking about I don't know if I'm gonna record because my next week because my birthday is next week Wednesday, my birthday is on Wednesday. And um it's Thanksgiving on Thursday. So I I don't think I'm gonna record. But yes, yep, my birthday is um my birthday is my birth yeah, my birthday is on Wednesday, so Yep. Uh-huh. Let me hear it. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um I think I'm a, I, I don't know if I'm going to record. I'll see. But until then, thank you guys for continuing to tune in, tap in with me, keeping me up, uh, or I keep you guys up to speed. <laughs> um, but nevertheless, I'm going to let you guys go. Always remember, two choices, one decision. And I am out. Peace, deuces. Enjoy your holiday. Enjoy your Thanksgiving meals and so forth. And I'm going to enjoy mines and my birthday thank you and i'm out peace